Ah, rise now, over manga cast, ye weebs who yet host. Matt, chieftain of the pedants, Jacob, the old man, and Sam, the law-knowing, and one listener whom content would again bless. Cross the web to the podcast page. Stand before Elden Ring. Road to the Earth Tree. Chapters 1 through 12 are by Nikichi Tobita, story by From Software. <clears throat> and become Elden Listener. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Over Manga Cast. My name is Sam, and uh, as always, here at the top of the show, we talk about what our familiarity with the franchise we read this week is. Um, so, I have platinumed Elden Ring, as I have platinumed every FromSoft game except Sekiro and Demon's Souls. So, there you go. Uh, Jacob, how about you? <laughs> I watched Syriax's playthrough. <laughs> I'm also eagerly awaiting the continuation of TB Skynes boss designs of series. Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm passingly familiar with uh, Elden Ring, but I've not actually played it. And you, Matt. Um I've watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> Considering so, George R. R. Martin has had his hands in both, good enough. Yeah, so we basically all have the exact same amount of experience. Yep. And mm -hmm. we are short a J this week. Uh, I believe that she is currently uh, off uh, riding a horse somewhere in Kaled, uh, which we do not get to this episode. I wish her the best of luck. Uh, but yes, uh, this is uh, Elden Ring, Road to the Erd Tree. Uh, and we start off uh, chapter one, basically the exact same as uh, the video game. It is almost a one-to-one -one of the uh, opening cutscene. The fallen leaves tell a story and the struggle between the various uh, demigods and arise now, you tarnished. Does your video game have the courage to have a named character whose name is the Loathsome Dung Eater? I didn't think so. <laughs> the Loathsome Dung Eater! That is, that is obviously the entire reason why Elden Ring won Game of the Year. <laughs> right, as you're about to think, okay, this is a serious adaptation. Uh, we learn of uh, one more who Grace would again bless, a tarnished of no renown. Cross the fog to the lands between and stand before the Elden Ring. Become Elden Lord, naked man on the ground. <laughs> is, there, is there even an option to, to be... Uh completely without equipment i don't think they have a deprived option and uh... no they do they do the wretch class start at level one literally all you've got is a club that is our main character here i love the initial characterization of the main character because his his whole bit is he's the guy who hits skip on all the cutscenes and then is mad because he doesn't understand what's going on <laughs> that is his character <laughs> he is and i love him but we open up with uh, Melina, the Wandering Maiden, and Torrent, the Spirit Steed, uh, severely unimpressed <laughs> with our player character. <laughs> Melina just looks over at Torrent like, seriously, this, this is one? This is a joke, right? He's got good haunches. <laughs> uh, and, she's, and, and then Melina's like, well, you're going to be the one who, uh, who's under them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nani? <laughs> oh, I'm kidding, Torrent. We immediately get the tone established, as the opening chapter is literally called, you thought this would be serious, didn't you? With Melina uh, giving the uh, healing flasks to the Tarnished, but she has no guarantee that he'll actually take them uh, with him, so she suctions them to his ass. And uh, with that out of the way, <laughs> let us proceed. <laughs> we get uh, one of the most uh, famous NPCs from Elden Ring. What I'm trying to say is, your fit is mid, and you have no fit. Ah, yes. Uh, White Mask Vare. But you, however, are maidenless. Yeah, we, uh, we basically skip through the entire tutorial area, I notice. Uh, oh, yeah. Mostly because there's not a lot of jokes to tell there. This is, this is 100% farce all the way down. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that I like is that it does use basically all the dialogue from the game and then uh, throws in the tarnished uh, it, with his uh, uninformed responses to that dialogue and the characters then proceed to bounce off of it. So it kind of straddles that line of like, yes, this is a video game adaptation, but it's not doing that thing like it did in um, our last Eden Zero episode where all the NPCs are, like, hard-coded into their dialogue. There is a leaning on the fourth wall uh, when we get uh, Melina and the Tarnished meeting proper. Uh, at, at one point, she explains, like, a tutorial. This is how you level up. Runes are basically experience. I put all of yours into intelligence, because you <laughs> were quite dim-witted. It was really low before. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a club! I should have a strength build! Nah. As this is a gag manga, it is, uh, it, it gets all of the gags out of the way, such as, uh, the Tarnished walking up to the Tree Sentinel and immediately getting his ass team rocket, uh, slapped over the horizon. Because it's a gag manga, I don't want, want to read too much into anything, but they do seem to be cutting around whether or not our dear Tarnished is, like, dying and respawning like you do in the game or because like yeah. he keeps talking about not wanting to die. Melina seems to indicate he hasn't died later on when she comes back. Mm. So mm. I, I wasn't sure if that's a thing. I also didn't know what Elden Ring's explanation for the respawn was. So the explanation for the respawn is that the concept of being able to die was literally deleted out of the code of the universe. And so, um, if you die, you just get back up again. On a wintry night, the rune of death was stolen. But that's uh, too much backstory for the poor, smooth brain of our main character. He does meet Melina, who is extremely funny. Well, I mean, she she starts off as just Melina from the game. The Tarnished basically blue screens at her, and she's like, Oh, gods, this is going to be so annoying. Okay, let me explain in a way that your smooth brain can understand. Have you heard of the finger? I understand what you're saying. I just don't know what it means. <laughs> he, he, he does the fun thing of, uh, <laughs> you're throwing too many proper nouns at me. <laughs> As if there was uh, uh, any reason to doubt. Sam, of course, loves the uh, lore of uh, From Games. Mm -hmm. Oh no, that that's entirely that's an entirely valid dig. <laughs> <laughs> that is so earned. <laughs> but uh 
yeah, our Tarnished uh, gains the ability to level up, and he gets his horse. He uh, proceeds to try to fight the Tree Sentinel again. Uh, it goes poorly. It Though- goes about as well as everyone who tries to fight the Tree Sentinel first. <laughs> I also watched Dotto's video. <laughs> <laughs> this was one bit i didn't get even with my pre-knowledge um i don't know where melina is getting the name aseo from it might be a translation thing that was I, what I, I, what I thought I, I thought it was a pun that just didn't get translated at all which would fit the tone with which he responds to the name so like i, I was gonna say it sounds like a japanese pun that they just didn't feel like translating so they kind of mm-hmm. just let the joke be there. Yeah, Melina said the Tarnished are also called something, something, something. So I'll just call you Aseo. And he's like, cool. I don't like it, but here we are. The random wandering <laughs> done for the moment. Our Tarnished has his accord. He is uh, to take Melina to the foot of the Erd Tree where she can uh, discover her purpose. Well, he, he, he unwillingly has the accord. He did not want to do this. No, that's didn't. another that's another common thread in this manga. Uh, the Tarnished really just doesn't want to be here. <laughs> it, it's the it's the classic in uh, most RPGs of this variety um, or most games of this variety, not just uh, from soft games, but also in Hollow Knight. It's like if you could just learn to say no, you wouldn't be in half of the trouble that you're in. <laughs> but uh Aseo, uh, in between chapters two and three, has uh, fallen in with a bandit gang led by your good friend, Trusty Patches. So one thing that I'm curious about, just because, again, I've only watched other people playing Elden Ring. I've not played it myself. Is is Trusty Patches a reference to the character Patches from the first Dark Souls or is there a Trusty Patches in Elden Ring? Patches is a uh, consistent character since the days of Armored Core. He appears in basically every FromSoft game. Ah. Uh, He's not the same character, but... There's a Patches in there each it, one. There is a Patches in each one, like that, like how there's an Ana in every El- uh, Fire Emblem. He's he's a bandit gang leader. That's sort mm-hmm. of his, uh, his bit. And uh, Aseo is a very, very, very bad bandit. <laughs> It's bad at a lot of things. He's very enthusiastic. He's just not very effective. <laughs> all, th- all the other bandits are, uh, are uh, withered out uh, husks who have gone out and done this can't really die thing a thousand times. Hollow by any other name. Uh, Aseo is like, yes, Brother Patches. Ready, Brother Patches. Uh, our, our motto, lure him in. Get behind him. Kick him down. <laughs> But he just he just can't bring in any loot. He's still naked. He's still just got his club. At least Patches gave him like a duffel bag so he doesn't have to suction cup the the flask of crimson tears to his ass anymore. <laughs> There's a whole event in getting those off. I like how the rest of the gang is just different varieties of trash person. Like two of them, their like big theft is scalping um anime girl models of uh oh what's the character. Yeah, Queen, Queen America. America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the worst kind of trash. Aseo <laughs> <laughs> is just like, all right, everyone here is terrible people. <laughs> that just oh. kicks him out. 
There's a there's a whole thing about uh, the the most Asayo had ever brought back was pieces of broken glass. But they're shiny, like your head. So <laughs> does that make your bald head trash too? All right, you're really asking for an ass kicking. <laughs> yeah, we we basically follow uh, Asayo on his last day of this little uh, diversion. He's setting up to ambush a merchant. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he just can't bring himself to do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, your good friend Santa Claus. I mean, Kale. Uh, it doesn't really work in the black and white of the manga, but his his outfit is uh, red it's, and white like Santa Claus. It's a really obvious Santa outfit. Like, <laughs> but Kale's just too good a guy. He can't he can't bring himself to uh, to mug him. He's just sitting there playing his weird violin thing in the middle of a rundown church. Asaya goes back to Brother Patches. It, d- does Milena uh, come at this point and yell at him for faffing about? <laughs> It was actually before this. <laughs> we have an accord, uh, Aseo. No, you uh, forced me into an accord I didn't want or ask for. Mm. Brother Patches really cares about me. But uh, he doesn't go back to Patches. Uh, Patches had actually been following him and saw him not do the mugging and so dragged him back to the cave for interrogation. Yeah. <laughs> At which point uh, Aseo's like... Brother Patches, I'm very sorry. I'm just not cut out for this life. Can you let me out of the gang, please? I knew you were garbage. In fact, even if we went legit, I wouldn't let you join. That's how little I value you. Patches, you're the best. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Patches, for, for helping me in this time of need. Anytime I see trash, I'll think of you. Uh, Aseo's leaving of the gang is uh, is very amicable. Uh, Brother Patches even uh, gives him a treasure chest uh, to open uh, to uh, have some things on his way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some clothes, finally, because he's been naked for like a month. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, the chest is actually a transporter trap. The fact that those exist in Elden Ring is just evil. <laughs> it's hilarious. That ends up going exactly as you think it does. <laughs> Unlike the traps actually in the game, it doesn't send him to, uh, it doesn't send him to Dell or to, uh, Brazil. <laughs> it instead sends him to another place in, uh, Limgrave where he is attacked by a giant freaking bear. Yeah, he has, he has a lot of run-ins with bears. I've seen that bear. <laughs> it's a very cool bear. The, the rune bears are, uh, very cool enemies. And very terrifying, no matter what level you're at, because uh, they don't stagger for nothing. Seo manages to flee from the bear uh, off screen with the help of Torrent. Well, we say flee. Uh, we get a brief flashback showing that he actually got battered by the bear into the bushes and died? Passed out? We're not sure. Melina came to him, stuck the flasks back on his ass, put him on Torrent, and sent him on his way. Mm-hmm. As you do. As you do. It's like he's got the duffel bag at that point. Well, I, I, think she, I think she just finds it funny to stick them to his ass. Well, she doesn't like him because he's really dumb and annoying. So anything to make him suffer is a worthy use of her time. He makes his way back. Uh, he runs into Kale. They make their way back to the Church of Ella. Uh, Kale ropes him into a side quest by being like, Hey, uh, you saved me from those bandits. You're such a good guy. Here's a crafting kit. I don't know how to craft anything. Well, if you got 500 runes on you, I've got a cookbook. I don't have 500 runes on me. Then do this job. Also, that was a really mean sales tactic. (laughs) (laughs) All you need to do is go back to the Bear Woods, 
click your fingers when you hear the wolf howl and give the person who shows up this message. And uh, he, he hands him an envelope. And players of the game will realize that this is the Blythe quest by... Uh, we had to take a few extra diversions, a couple of detours, but we eventually got there. And uh, it is time for Dog. Dog friend is here. Blythe <laughs> the half-wolf. And uh, now I'm thinking of the, the Maxor video with his character in that one. Uh, <laughs> Greetings, gonna... Tarnished. I am the Pitbull of the Woods. <laughs> and in all honesty, uh, <laughs> pretty similar character in this manga to uh, Maxor's depiction. Sans one thing that we won't get into. Uh, kind of. Uh, in, in this, Blythe is played more up for the whole half-wolf aspect. Uh, as he is very strong, he is a great help uh, in defeating the rune bear. And he's like, I'm searching for a man named Darrowill. He he has to pay for what he's done. Uh, Kale sent you, damn busybody. He gave you this message. Ah, I see it as an arcane inscription, something that might help me on my quest. If only I could understand it. Dude, it's a map. <laughs> Almost everybody in this manga is really, really dumb. Well, that's how gag mangas work. I have no idea how to read. Here, you lead me with, with this map of which you speak. How did I get roped into this? Say what you will about Aseo, and there's a lot to say about him. But, uh... Is there? He, he has at least a shred of the milk of human kindness. Like... Honestly, I think Aseo is pretty reasonable. He's willing to help people, but he also doesn't want to die. He's not going to throw himself into a lion's maw for, you know, for your convenience. I don't think that that's totally unreasonable. Aseo yeah. is able to lead uh, Blythe to the Everest Jail. There's a bit where a bunch of wolves attack them and... Uh... Oh, don't worry. Oh, don't worry. They just want to play. It's literally biting your arm. Look, you just need to throw something to get their attention. All right, I'm going to throw this bone. No, Blythe, don't run after it as well. He's a dog. They reach the Everjail. They go to fight Darrowell, the Bloodhound Knight. And, it's and uh, you know, th this was never really explained in game. Why was Blythe going after Darrowell? Uh, what was the animosity between them? We don't know. Well, now we finally do know. We learn the, we learn the dark truth. And the dark truth is that they're... Both doll otaku who are obsessed with Ronnie. Mm -hmm. Look, I get the uh, I get the being obsessed with Ronnie bit, but the doll thing is just weird. Sam, uh, glass houses. Yes, I know her she literally is a doll, but come on. Darrowell puts her in a maid outfit. It's weird. He thinks she looks cuter. She does, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> the point, as Melina very gracefully puts it, because she's here too. <laughs> she shows it, up to bluntly point out the very logical thing in as rude and direct a way as she as humanly possible. She's like, I don't care if this person is a celebrity. You're playing with their image against uh against their will. You're both creeps and weirdos, and I hate you. And <laughs> Blythe and Dara will just stand there like harsh, but not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And that, 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 that plot point just kind of fizzles out at that point. Decent visual gag. Seo does have his uh, wretch club, but it is not that which Melina uses to beat the crap out of Darrowell. She gets an actual baseball bat. <laughs> an actual Louisville slugger. 
Where she got that, I don't know. All I know is that it effectively put down the Bloodhound Knight. From from Hammer Space, like all uh, gag manga props. With that, they uh, go back to Limgrave, and uh, as promised, uh, uh, Blade uh, gives uh, a Live. ab. Uh, whatever. It's very Welsh. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's Gaelic. There's consonants in all the wrong spots. He gives uh, Aseo uh, a absolutely uh, priceless reward uh, for uh, helping him out. Uh, a uh, membership badge to the Ronnie fan club. I don't want this. Okay, I feel attacked because that's <laughs> that that's the Karian filigree. That's an actual talisman in game, <laughs> and it's one I use in my character build. <laughs> like I said, Sam, glass houses. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> We are but kind yeah. of blazing through this, but it's a gag manga. What do you expect? We are about halfway through, though. So uh, before we go and tackle Stormvale Castle, how about a quick break? Okay. All right, and we will be right back after this. We've all touched Grace. Let's get back on the uh, adventure. Reach out and touch Grace. <laughs> now now that Aseo has uh, got a little bit more uh, adventuring under his belt, uh, he decides it's uh, uh, time to, uh, you know, do the plot and stuff. Uh, well, well, he doesn't decide. Melina says, seriously, man, get the hell out of Limgrave. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a, a strong element of, like, they're all like characters in universe, but like because Aseo operates like that guy who skipped all of the tutorials and all of the cutscenes and is still somehow mad that he doesn't understand what's going on. Like he has he has that kind of player's mentality despite being like a, a character in universe. Before he goes to Stormvale Castle, uh, he does go back to uh, the church to rendezvous with Kale and get his quest reward. But uh Kale's asleep because Ronnie is here. The best girl. Well, not Ronnie. Ah, uh, yes, the witch Rena, as she introduces herself. Aw, hmm. that that's weird. She looks like that doll, but she said her name's Rena. I wonder if they're sisters. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, no matter how many times his instat gets buffed, uh, it is still low. <laughs> but uh she shows up like, ah, yes, I wonder how long the Tarnished will uh, suffer obeisance to the two fingers. Anyway, have this spirit calling Bell in these ashes by. And he's just playing the idiot the entire. I say playing. He's just being a, a dense idiot the entire time. I know that this is just a hard sell tactic. I'll take this and then you'll demand my money. N no. Just no. take them so I can leave. No, no, just literally take them. Torrance, Matt, Torrance, former master, told me to give these to you. Wait, Melly, Melly told you to give these? I won't comment on that. Just take it, you bad breath, mother. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they mock his uh, uh, breath for the next like two and a half chapters. Uh, I think that is a reference to an interaction in game where if you attack Ronnie. 
enough times uh she says she will not suffer the stench of your breath any longer and then instantly <laughs> he kills you <laughs> yeah there, there there also is a bit of a through line of uh you know uh aseo is like i need to remember the lesson i learned uh, that was so generously taught to me by uh brother patches you must be more suspicious of people if you want to survive in the lands between <laughs> So he just obstinately refuses the actual gift from Ronnie. Meanwhile, whilst all of this has been happening, we've been uh, cutting over to uh, <laughs> cutting, over, cutting over to Godric or this version of Godric anyway, who's uh, he's something. I like what they did with him because, you know, Godric is supposed to be this, you know, pampered weakling scion of the royal bloodline. He's supposed to be, you know the last in the line, the most diluted of the blood. So they made him a vapid valley kid. Yeah. Chasing trends, saying this is like so totally cool. He's going to have the trendiest graftings. Go get me more living things to rip to pieces. Mm -hmm. I like the come at me crab. That one was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Godric is not grafting to gain additional power. He is grafting because aesthetics. <laughs> I guess He's doing it for the aesthetic. It, it's the cool. It's the trendiest thing in the capital right now. My Lord Godric, you haven't been in the capital in like 300 years. It's the trendiest thing in the capital right now. <laughs> his long suffering staff having to deal with his nonsense. Godric wants uh, live subjects now. Uh, the gates are to be left open to lure in uh, un unsuspecting tarnished <laughs> and uh who is more unsuspecting than aseo but uh first he must actually go there at which point he ends up th th this was one of the odder sequences at least in my experience because he heads the castle stormvale he's walking up to the front gate and runs uh face first into uh Margit, the fell omen i don't think a lot of people had uh this experience with this boss they really didn't <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to be the guy who beats your ass so hard that your that your uh, takeaway is I'm gonna go uh, level some more. And instead, Asaya just lays down to die, and Market is like, "At least try." Look, okay, get up. For one, you're still naked. Here, have some armor. Now, uh, what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to this spot I marked on your map. You're gonna kill some monsters. You're gonna level up, and then you're gonna come back and you're gonna fight me for real, right? You've gotta you. <laughs> you you've got to hit with the uh weapon art skill uh three times and then get the critical and make sure you're locked onto the head <laughs> thanks uh margit the full tutorial it's the fellow man <laughs> and uh somehow with the power of being completely pathetic he bluffs his way past the first major roadblock boss i want to say the... good for i want to say good for him but i'm kind of mad <laughs> <laughs> We get the great enemy felled banner pop up. Yeah, <laughs> as 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 is like looking pa looking past the castle, like drawn really heroically. Because like like this uh, uh this manga will go hard on the art uh for uh, a comedy beat. He he's got that like heroic anime look as he's looking past the uh, gate that had been blocked. Now to ignore everything he just said to me. Great enemy <laughs> felled. But uh, yeah, uh, he heads into uh, Castle Stormvale. Uh, the main gate is blocked, but uh, Ghostock, the friendly gatekeeper, is like, ah, good tarnished. Come this way. Would you like a complimentary soap? We learned that uh, Brother Patches had uh, tricked Ghostock into an MLM scheme. 
really is an MLM scheme. <laughs> it is. It's an MLM scheme. He says it out loud. <laughs> it's good to know that uh, MLMs are the bane of, of even fictional universes. Mm-hmm. More things change, the more they stay the same. I think the truth is that Patches is the bane of any universe. But yeah, uh, we we learn that uh, Gustok has the best poker face of any character in anything ever that uh, completely fools uh, Aseo. It, the funny thing is it doesn't. He has the most untrustworthy face possible, but he's like, I literally can't go through that big iron gate, so I guess I just gotta go this way. Well, the, the joke is that He'll say contradictory things and have that same, this guy is definitely lying face. So you legitimately can't tell when he's lying or not because he always looks like he's lying, even when he says uh, <laughs> contradictory things. Mm-hmm. Ends up just bopping him on the head. <laughs> yep. Which, honestly, it's what he deserves. Yeah. I don't care how put upon he is. It's what he deserves. <laughs> He is really annoying <laughs> to the characters. I find him charming, but yeah, with that idea uh, uh, not working, uh, he uh, decides, I know I'm going to trick them into taking me into the castle. Hey, I'm here to get grafted. Please capture me. Oh, no, I've been actually captured. I did not think this through. <laughs> yep. Taken uh, and imprisoned by the guards. Thankfully, uh, your boy, Roger. Uh, happened to uh, witness him getting captured and is able to break him out of the the locked room. We we get set up for him. Uh, <laughs> we we get set up for Roger being a, a primary character pretty hard. And then he falls down a pit. Yeah. The greatest he, enemy in any Souls game. Gravity. gravity. Oh no, the guards have found us. However, will we escape? Well, using my magic, I will summon these glint blades, which we will use as spikes to climb down the wall and... Oh, that's right. Glint blades don't actually like catch on stone. I'm fine. And he's never seen or heard from again for the rest of our reading. Look, he wanted to get underneath the castle. I'm sure it's what he would have wanted. At some point, Aseo gets his hands on the Mimic Veil, a magic item that lets him look like background objects, which is letting him sneak past the guards with some uh, some skill. There is an element that most exemplified in this bit where it's like Aseo's actually not unskilled. He just is extremely he he very much underestimates himself. He, yeah, no, he's very, very neat. And like, yeah, there is to some extent he's also legitimately kind of stupid, but he's not like like he is capable when he actually applies himself. And it's not always like he's either too stupid or too cowardly. It really is a matter of he doesn't think he has it in him, you know? Mm-hmm. It's very specifically a confidence problem. Indeed, indeed. He uh, bumps into a grafted scion. <laughs> he does have the misfortune of running into a boss character. <laughs> and uh, he, he he tries the uh, the illusion veil thingy uh, directly in front of it while it's watching. It doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't work like that, Chief. And uh, what good fortune, a heroic savior, a Nefeli Lu, warrior, has arrived in time to attack Aseo, because... She is also shockingly stupid. <laughs> she's got flanderized Goku brain. Yeah. She got fight brain. She won't fight people. She she literally <laughs> didn't notice the big monster because she's like, ooh, that guy, that guy is good at combat rolling. I'm going to fight him instead. Oh, I see. You were fighting this monster. Well, let me not get in the way of your duel to the death. Oh, wait, I don't want that. No, no, I could seriously use a hand here. But don't you see that cherubin face? That's clearly a child. I'm not getting two adults against a child is not a fight. 
That's not a fair fight. What about the rest of him? I I think you're focusing on the wrong aspect of the fact that that is a child. <laughs> you should be focusing on the horror of its existence and how it should be put out of its misery. Also, I don't want to do that. You're cool and have thunder axes. Go in there. Nah, you've got this, warrior. To my surprise, uh, completely sans bit, uh, he does actually got this. Well, I shouldn't say completely it's, sans bit, because... Uh, say no. <laughs> There's a big bit. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I was sort of thinking it, uh, the aftermath is, is sans bit, but the actual uh, fight itself is another bit, where uh, to uh, increase the speed of his dodge roll, uh, he adds uh, soap iframes... That should be an item. Is that an item in Elden Ring? That should be an item. Soap is an item, but it doesn't do that. It should. When's the patch? It, it just it maybe they can add it in the DLC, but it, it just cleans gunk off of you that would increase uh, status effect buildup. Well, Sam, don't get ahead of yourself right there. Like you're gonna ask gamers to pay money for soap. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, gamers don't use soap. With the power of soap, he does manage to uh, slay the grafted scion and subsequently slam into a wall. But you know what? He killed a major enemy, and good for him. Yeah, this is this is the part I was saying was sans bit because like this is this is just a like as if it were serious character affirming moment where it's like no, he does have this. He is capable. They don't keep that up. <laughs> With all of Godric's soldiers looking throughout the castle forest, the courtyard is going to be completely empty, so let's go there. The, uh, the courtyard is filled with nothing but soldiers, as far as the eye can see. And Godric himself. Oh, and, and we get to the, the epic conclusion of this uh, first arc of uh, Elden Ring. Yes, the final battle against Godric the Grafted for the Great Rune. The Grafting Rush Contest! It's it's basically a sculpture contest. <laughs> Poor Aseo. He he tries to make a hand. Uh well, I th Jake, I think it's important to point out who our judges are. Yeah, we we have three judges. In this great Erd Tree bake-off nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hundred percent what it is. <laughs> the great Landell bake-off. <laughs> Gustav as one of our impartial judges. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The Tree Sentinel. A uh, lead uh, trendsetter in, in fashion in uh, the capital. Mm. Uh, we didn't mention it, but when, when Aseo tried to get his uh, salty run back on the Tree Sentinel, he basically just kited it for 45 minutes and then ran away. The Tree Sentinel mentions later that uh, <laughs> that was annoying. I take back my praise. And uh, our final judge, Melina, who's... Just here, as she usually is. As she usually is. She shows up more here than she does in the game. <laughs> Wait, how is Melina a uh, impartial judge? Oh, because she hates Aseo. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Who is it that's the uh, commentator? That's just a random Godric knight. Ah, uh, and we and we get to the Great Limgrave Bake Off. Uh, mm -hmm. Aseo tries to make a hand and everyone compliments his octopus. Ah. Uh, which turns out fairly well, because... Uh... According to the Tree Sentinel, uh, octopi are trendy in the capital, and according to Melina, she's hungry. Mm -hmm. And octopi are delicious. <laughs> His companion, uh, uh, Nefeli, is... Uh, <laughs> she makes a rabbit. <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, you're right, this isn't creative enough. Puts octopus legs on it. <laughs> 
There we go. There, that's much more creative. This isn't a don't hug me, I'm scared bit. Are you sure? <laughs> no, this is Mean- a don't hug me, I'm scared bit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Godric's just standing there going like, I don't have to do anything. He's not moved at all. What they don't know is you see that dragon over there? I'm just going to use that. I'm the best at crafting. Woo! And as he is thinking that, being so very smug, all the judges are like, ah, yes, the, the octopus is very impressive. It's a hand. Yeah, the octopus is very creative. It's a hand. It would be really gauche if somebody were to just take uh, materials on the field and not alter them at all. That's not really the point of a creativity competition. Yeah, like, if all you did was tear the head off of a dragon, that's pretty lame. I mean, dragons are cool and everything, but you're not doing anything with it. <laughs> and Godric, oh, shit. <laughs> I have made a mistake. I've only got three minutes left. I'll show them what Godric the Grafting can do, and begins using all of his powers to form his own grafting. Exact copy of Asaeus. I couldn't come up with an idea. I only had three minutes. <laughs> and so the Tarnished win. Or do they? Because Godric has a phase two! Forefathers, one and all! Bow witness! I called you over! The Tarnish still win. You just did the thing that we said would lose. <laughs> and we get we get a uh, cute, affirming ending of, you know, I've been really hard on my people. I'm going to give you guys the great rune, and we're going to make some changes around here. By doing more grafting crap, it's going to get harder, isn't it? It's pretty brief, but that's it. That's uh, how our Tarnished won his first great rune and his uh, ticket to the round table hold with the rest of the big wigs. This brings us to the end of our reading. Favorite character and favorite... I can't really say fight, so bit. I'll go first. <laughs> yep, go, Matt. <laughs> uh, great earned tree break-off. Like, uh, hands down. That was so funny. <laughs> it was... Octopi down. Top tier, like... God- Godric going, also Godric favorite character, because his whole thing about like, I've got a secret plan, and how they just beat that plan for being stupid down to the ground, and then do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, I did really like Godric, though uh, I think uh, as a professed enjoyer of uh, straight men in gag manga, uh, Melina <laughs> is my favorite character. We don't see enough of her in the actual game, so getting more of her in this gag manga and having her just being like, by the by the earth tree, the things I put up with is it's a ton of fun. By that same measure, um, I gotta go with I gotta agree with Matt. It's the uh it's the Great Rune Rush, it's the <laughs> it's the Limgrave Bake Off. <laughs> uh, Melina just being like you know what? I really am feeling seafood tonight. So <laughs> she she disappears randomly just to reappear with an octopus tentacle to eat. I, I'm afraid I've just been testing you, Tarnished. Uh, uh, I could take you to the roundtable hole. Tarnished or uh, Torrent had your uh, your measure from the start. You know, all this serious dialogue is really being undercut by the fact that you're still eating that octopus. Haseya <laughs> says that out loud with his words mm-hmm. because that's the kind of manga this is. So uh, the lame answer would be uh, to say that Aseo is my favorite character because, as mentioned last week, I like characters that are um, uh, that clearly have an inner strength to them uh, and have to grow into that inner strength. I think it's a cool character archetype. 
and thus the fight against Grafted Scion would be my favorite. But this manga is definitely not going to do anything like that again. <laughs> There's no way that this is going to swerve into serious. So uh, my real answer is the summoned puppers that Aseo had. No, um, <laughs> we didn't talk about them. <laughs> he does get the wolves, uh, the berserker bulwark, the holy hound, and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's workshopping the names. Uh, I would say probably uh, I also like uh, straight men and comedy. So Melina would probably be my uh, favorite. As for the um, uh, the fight I most enjoyed, uh, I do. I do really like the uh, the swerve that the Gaelic name half dog guy. Blythe. Um, I do really like Blythe, the, the swerve that that takes with them being Dalataku. <laughs> <laughs> like it's one of those ones where it's like i know what kind of manga i'm into but it, it like it would be completely reasonable for them to have two characters that aren't the main character have a have a serious fight for a cool action scene and then they just undercut it so viciously and then like, like that's the kind of manga this is but then to have melanie walk up and be like it's really weird that you're doing that at all. So both of you are kind of awful. And like, like just the, the plainness with which she states, like how, how creepy they both are for taking a real person, making a dress up doll out of her and then doing dress up doll things with it. Like that's a person. Stop it. I gotta say, I am curious if they continue. It looks like uh, they're going for the age of stars ending in this. So if they continue Ronnie's quest line and the whole she is literally a doll thing comes up again. That, that <laughs> could be that, a good bit. And if that gets subverted or just played straight, that would be hilarious. But um, not really a thing for me because I already freaking love Elden Ring. But uh, for you two, um, <laughs> how has this manga... What impression of Elden Ring's world has this manga given you? Uh, Matt, how about you? I don't feel like it's given me much of an impression of Elden Ring's world. I feel like I feel like it doesn't do a lot of the world building. It kind of just references place names and then makes a joke about it. Mm, true, true. I don't feel like, like I know more about Elden Ring from having read this, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that no, that makes perfect sense, because this is definitely... This is a this is not supposed to be the thing that you first experience with this property, I guess I, I guess. Yeah, that's that's pretty clear because uh I'm not gonna lie, I, I really want to get around to playing Elden Ring from having watched people play it. But like this really this really is like the appeal of this is its own internal characters. They just happen to have an Elden Ring skin. Yeah, I wouldn't say my takeaway is I kind of want to play Elden Ring a little more than I normally feel about Souls games. Because, like, the beginning was cool. And I, I know there's a wolf knight and a giant bear in it. So that's cool. <laughs> it is cool. Uh, get, going, getting to go and experience that in an actual serious context. My, uh, could prove uh, pretty exciting. I'm always looking to have more people experience uh, Elden Ring. It's a lot of fun. And, uh... Would you continue reading? I think I think I would just you know for the <laughs> and gigs. It it's uh it's got good jokes for uh friggin' grognards like me that love the franchise. So the fact that Aseo is just uh great at dodge rolling 
uh he thinks it's a sign of like his weakness and cowardice but nefeli's like no that means you're really good get in there <laughs> juxtaposition of you know real world logic versus the video game logic uh so i think i would occasionally come back to it just for another dose of that but i don't know if it's like super high tier on my list uh jake how about you it was definitely funny and i feel like i have just enough Elden Ring knowledge where I can get a lot of the sort of in-jokes. I might pop into this occasionally, but the uh, sort of the uh, sort of the thing is I don't gravitate to comedies nearly as much as I do to more serious fare as has been established many times. Like I said, it's the lame answer, but the thing I engaged mo most with was the part where they didn't entirely, but kind of dropped the gag elements and actually did some like character work with Aseo, which I am sure they're not going to do again. Um, so, I mean, you know, I pull this up for, you know, seeing where it goes uh, every now and again. Certainly not, like, keep up with it very strongly. And Matt? Um, probably not. I, I don't know anything about Elden Ring, so I felt like a lot of this was inside jokes that I didn't have the context to fully enjoy. Maybe after I've played the game, I might come back and check this out. But I feel like another thing is with the characterization of the main character. I know it's not an isekai, but man, does it it hold, hold that line real tight of mm -hmm. he operates like an isekai protagonist. It's it's the same kind of jokes of I'm trapped in a video game. So it's like, eh. <laughs> Isekais, please stop. Please, please, please stop. <laughs> Discussion episode coming soon, TM. Isekais, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that is entirely fair. And uh, thank you, everyone, once again, for tuning in to the Overmanga Cast. As always, you can catch us on all of your social medias, where we are at Overmanga Cast, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on YouTube, where you can like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, the episodes go up there on a two-week delay. If you want to catch them as they come out, we also have overmangacast.com, uh, where you can also uh, comment on individual episodes to let us know what you think of them. And as long as you're commenting, go ahead, drop us a review on your podcatcher of choice. We appreciate them in any and all forms. Uh, or if you want to reach out to us directly, uh, overmangacast at gmail.com. Pop us an email. Uh, if you have a series you'd like us to request, the fact we did this means we don't have a high bar for what constitutes something we'll read. So um, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, I might have we, badgered them into this one a little bit. Uh <laughs> well, we did also read Scoob and Shag. Go listen to that episode. That was a trip. That, yeah. Yep. That's a fun episode. Uh, and make sure to tune in next week where uh, we are tossing away all modicums of comedy. It is going to be very intense. It's The Promised Neverland, chapters one through nine. I've got me some stories about that one. Oh, boy. Now, I know what you're thinking, dear listener. One through nine? That's so few chapters. How will they get a full episode out of that? If you know Promised Neverland, you know we're going to get a full episode out of that. <laughs> <laughs> that is more than enough. Horrible things. Good night, everybody. Ugh, good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>